similarities do you see how Michael Jordan took his game of basketball similar to trading he's taking trading? Uh, you gotta be ruthless. You gotta be ruthless. You gotta you gotta train to win. You gotta separate yourself. You gotta be a killer. Very small percentage of traders actually make it. You've gotta be you've gotta be a killer. Michael Jordan was ruthless. He worked on his game all the time. You gotta be ruthless. You gotta demand perfection. That's what he did. He demanded perfection from himself. He demanded perfection for his teammates. Um, you also have to be adjustable. And in the last episode of The Last Dance, they talked about when Phil Jackson came in, Michael Jordan's coach, he put in a new offense, the, the famous triangle offense. And in the past, the offense basically was uh, give Michael Jordan the ball and let him score on everybody. And he was scoring like 30-something points a game, right? He had, he, was, he had games where he was scoring 70, right? Phil Jackson came in and said, hey, the, the offense is going to flow through different people. And it wouldn't have worked if your star player didn't agree to it. And Michael Jordan was flexible. He, he said, hey, I, you know, although this may, this adjustment may not be what's best for me. So kind of putting his ego aside, maybe adjusting win percentage, right? Um, this offense may not be what's best for me as far as my personal statistics. It's what's better for the team. And it's what's going to allow the, the team to succeed. So he was able to adjust. You know, he wasn't stuck in his stubborn ways and saying, no, it has to be this way. This is the way it has to go. He said, hey, I'm willing to put my ego aside. I'm willing to make some adjustments to do what works. As far as achieving the bigger picture. And it's something that ended up ended up working. And that wouldn't have happened if he wasn't able to make that adjustment. So you see that in trading. Whether it's kind of, you know, we all comment, we, many of us come into trading with certain ideas about the market, um, certain ideas about money. You know, a lot of people think money is evil, right? It, it takes being open to learning new things, being open to make adjustments. Maybe something that you thought was true for years isn't actually true. And you've got to be able to say, hey, instead of being stubborn because someone told me this and I didn't test it or anything, I just thought it was right. Instead of being stubborn and just being stuck in an idea, be open to experimenting. Say, hey, I'm going to try this different way of looking at things. And, you know, if it works, then it works. If it doesn't, then, you know, it doesn't. But you have to be open to kind of making that change. Um, same thing, uh, a good example of that is win percentage. I had this conversation the other day with uh, Justin. Um, we have lots of Justins on the platform now. But um, I think we had the same conversation where he was talking about, Hey, um, I, I have this awesome win percentage. I think it's like 65%. Um, I made some adjustments to my strategy. It, it brought the win it brought the win percentage down to let's say 60% or 55%. These are just random numbers, um, but it was more profitable. And I said, Hey, Justin, are you going to trade the more profitable way? And he's like, Well, no. I'm going to trade the bigger one, the, the other way, because win percentage was higher. Now, in that conversation, right, Justin knew himself and he, he said that, hey, I know I need to have a win percentage that's high to, to stay sane and not make psychological mistakes. And that's important. So it's, this is not an instance where I'm saying he should change his way. But if you're comfortable with, with going from 65 to 55, you need to make that adjustment because it's better for your system. It's a, it's a more effective way to trade. Like it, win percentage isn't there. And we've been taught our whole lives that win percentage is what's most important, right? You have to be flexible and say, hey, what's most important is profitability. And if, if it takes kind of sacrificing my win percentage to put myself in a more profitable position, then that's what I need to do.
So there are some really, really good comparisons in every great athlete, specifically speaking about Michael Jordan in this one, um, to trading. Those, those traits in, in just successful individuals in general, you'll see them across every industry, right? Successful individuals typically have similar traits, right? It's flexibility. It's a little bit of openness. A little bit of narcissism in there too. I mean, you got to be. There's a fine line between you know narcissistic and you're arrogant and you're confident. There's a very fine line between those. You you can't be successful if you're not confident, right? Because you're not making that leap in the first place if you're not confident in yourself. No one's saying, "Hey, I'm going to stop. I'm going to break out of this comfort zone and take a leap of faith and 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 make it. I'll find a way. I'll find a way to build the parachute before I hit the ground and go splat. No one's doing that unless they're not confident. So you have to be confident. Now, some people kind of stray that line a little bit more where they're so confident that it borderlines on them being arrogant or maybe they're narcissistic. Um, so that's kind of the I think that's more about your general personality because success does nothing more than just kind of elevate what you already are. Um, but you kind of need that. Right. And people look at people used to think Michael Jordan was selfish. Um you know, people think any great score, you know, uh, you know, LeBron James is selfish. People look at uh, Ronaldo, you know, because he's demanding the ball, right? Oh, he's selfish. He's whining if he doesn't get the pass. Well, guess what? If I was a star player, I'd want the ball the damn time too. Give me the ball. Like I have confidence in myself. If the game's on the line, right? Give me the ball, coach. I remember times playing football where, you know, we'd come down to the last drive and I look at the quarterback and, and he was the same way as me. He knew, but I'm looking at him. I'm like, you better throw me the ball. I don't care if I'm double team. Throw me the ball. I'm going to get it. And he would tell me the same thing. He'd say to play, he'd pull me to the side. Look, I'm throwing you the ball no matter what. I don't care what's happening. I'm putting it up. Go get it. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. Right? You can call that arrogant, but that's the confidence you need to kind of get the job done. And there's going to be a lot of failure that comes with that. Michael Jordan had failures too, right? He got cut from his high school basketball team his first year. He didn't start winning championships until what? After like six, seven years in the league? A lot of failures there. That, that comes with taking chances, right? I just saw this quote this morning. I, I uh, Man, I don't know. I think it was... Uh, let me see if I can figure it out. I think it was uh, Daniel Presley who said it this morning. I just wrote it down. Um, but he said this. It was... Um, Every winner was once a beginner. Every master was once a disaster. The champion has failed more times than the rookie has tried. Every winner was once a beginner. Every master was once a disaster. The champion has failed more times than the rookie has tried. If trading isn't about failing, I don't know what is. If success isn't about failing, I don't know what is. How else do you learn? So very, 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 lots of correlations there. I'm probably like 80 questions behind right now, guys. No.